Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I'm Stuart Roy Whiffin. I'm Christopher Humperdinck Glassham. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Um, you alright? I'm great. Yeah, I'm great. Um, I've got an ulcer on my tongue and that doesn't make me great, but you just can't... I've been looking forward to today for a while, so you can't. You just can't get me down today. How are you? Oh, good. I'm, I'll, I'll try my best. Um, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, I've had a run and a walk today. Is that? Have I broke the rules? I don't. Am know I only? Allowed, are you only allowed one bit of exercise now? I don't know. But Did I had a run very early, yeah. and then um, I wanted to have a, a run without my dog today because let me take my dog, mm. and uh, and I just thought, no, I'm just going to get up and have a have an, a, a nice run, which I've done, and then. He was driving me mad this afternoon. So I, I took what him time did you walk. get up for your runs? Uh, this morning I had a run about seven. Oh, you're fucking too hard for me, mate. I tell you, that I can't imagine that at the moment. Uh, I had little like leggings on this morning. Oh, first I, would, time. I would be wearing leggings as well. How far yeah. did you run? Did you do five k? Or yeah. oh my god, Stu, well done. I'm really impressed. Right. Well, I thought I'd need to burn off a few calories because uh, I'm about to put a fucking shitload back into me now. Um, uh, well, before we introduce today's guest, should we um, should we shout out our sponsors? Yeah, uh, I will do the first one. Let's give a big shout out to Egg Fried, our most recent sponsor. Um, Egg Fried are the purveyors of fine streetwear, skate uh, inspired, punk, kawaii, hip hop. They're all the influences. To stop, make, stop, we, stop, 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 stop. Punk what? Kawaii. Kawaii? Yeah, K-A-W-A-I-I. It's like Japanese style, like, like animation style. Stop trying to be too clever for our listeners. Okay, and um, I apologise. And uh, they also make homemade denim. There you go. Well, very cool, very cool. And you can get a discount code with using what code? Uh, egg fried. Oh, there you go. Very there well you go. done. Very well done. Uh, well, we, we'll do uh, the second sponsor. It's Charles at Love Beer. But fuck that guy. Let's get on to the third sponsor. Ah, it's Luke from Bang Boom. Uh, lovely, lovely Luke. Lives not that million miles away from Charles, actually, down in Kent. Uh, Luke uh, and uh, Bang Boom Creative, uh, fine purveyors. I don't know why I keep saying that today. He's great um, at media. Any of your film, filming, editing, photography needs... 
um, Bang Boom Creative are there, and they also um, yeah sponsor this podcast and sometimes make our, our video content as well. And he will be on the podcast. Um, he wants to record in the next couple of weeks. Had a big mm. chat with him today. He's oh, been poorly. He's feeling better. Um, he's going to do top five photo... Um, because it's 10 years of Bang Boom. Or is it 15? 10? 10 years of Bang ten. Boom? Ten. Uh, he wants to do um, top five photo shoots that he's done that oh, have got interesting incredible. stories. He's given me a little insight into two of them. And they're some of the most famous people on the planet for both good and bad reasons. Mm. Um he said, we're going to have to put this one on Patreon, uh, otherwise I'm worried I'll get shot. <laughs> so uh, so that gives you an insight sure. into how good that could be. So that's coming up soon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and yeah, well, I guess we, 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 we dismissed our, our, our second sponsor. Um, you did? Well, I did, yeah. But um, I shouldn't be terrible to him because he's, well, he's sitting here <laughs> and, uh, and he's giving us a load of booze. Hey, Charles. Hello. Hello, you all right? I've got oh, to remember good. to stay close to this mic, can't I? I'll tell you what, it's been, we've been doing this for years and it's, we've, I haven't done this for so long, I'm proper nervous. Oh, <laughs> oh mate, so, mate. Yeah, as you, as you was doing that introduction, I was just getting those little jitters again. I've yeah. literally got sweaty palms at the moment. Oh, no. But then, <laughs> but did you, you know, within five minutes, it'll be like, like riding a bicycle, buddy. Yeah, it'll well, we'll crack, on with the, uh, we'll crack on with some beer. And yeah, there's five, right. there's five minutes or two beers. Like either or, they both have much the same effect, I'm sure. Um, so you've not been nervous for any of the other ones. Obviously, this is the first time we're doing this remotely. We should stress that. First, yeah, first time doing it remotely. I'd say like when we did the first couple, definitely got nervous mm. then. But uh, you just kind of, I think it's because it's been a little while, isn't it? Yeah, you know, totally. um, We're trying to, we were working out before we came on, wasn't it? It's, um, it's been a good 13, 14 months, I think. Getting yeah. out, getting out of practice, mate. It takes a while. It's a, yeah, it has been. It's been a hot minute, mate. Um, the last episode was really good that we recorded. Um, no, you, you know, the beers and the stories were were, were superb. Um, so yeah, I've been looking forward to it. The, the, your your selection of um, alcohol that you sent to us has been staring at me for like the last like because it was at Stu's yeah, for a me while, too. and then and then it's just been sat on my kitchen counter because I didn't want to move it anywhere. I've been looking at it for like two weeks now. So yeah, I've been salivating, thinking, "Oh, I can't wait." Well, this is, this is my first booze since New Year's. Mm. I've not had any booze in January. Not not that I purposely am doing dry January or anything, mm. but I just haven't really felt like it. And uh, and so I've been like really looking forward to. It. I woke up mm. today and I thought, as I mentioned before, press record had a little run. I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to just like mm. drinking some beers and and having a chat." Because you know we're, we're recording this on the 11th and we're all. Balls deep in lockdown again, aren't we? So, yeah, mate, uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> the chance to kind of have a muck about and a few beers with your mates is, uh, is, yeah. is, is very welcome. So um, firstly, thanks, Charles, for, yeah. for continuing to uh, sponsor the podcast. Yeah, there, that's, you right. know, that's much appreciated. And thank you very much for delivering these lovely beers to us as well. That's all right. Yeah, huge, huge thanks, mate. And uh, yeah, looking forward to catching up. It's been too long. It, it, yeah, it really, really has. Yeah, I, I did... Um, I, I was going to try and make it up to that uh, live re- recording, but obviously I've got the Land Rover that's taken a lot of my time at the moment. <laughs> so it's, uh, <laughs> I think I was, um, I don't know, I was dismantling something on it or putting something back together. Was you planning on driving up in it, or was that would that have been too nah, colder? Uh, yeah, no, nah, definitely not. It's still uh, it's still in about uh, maybe two hundred parts. So. <laughs> yeah. Where's the engine? In or out at the moment? Uh, in, yeah, engine's in. Engine is in. Engine hasn't come out yet, but yeah. the gearbox has come off. Oh. Um, 
Oh, mate, it's been everything. So uh, we started taking it apart a little bit and found... So it used to serve in the Royal Navy and we found some of the original Royal Navy blue paint and it was just wow. fucking beautiful. Uh, and so it's then ended up with us like getting a, a spray gun and loads of paint and stuff. So I'm now like halfway through respraying a Land Rover, oh. which is not something I ever wanted to do this year. But um, thank fuck for lockdown three, eh? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The trilogy completing the trilogy. Yeah. Hopefully, it completes the trilogy, <laughs> and we don't try and do any, you know, yeah. prequels or sequels. Or just stick with the trilogy. Episode four, five, and six. I'm going to be really pissed. Yeah, off. exactly. Exactly. Episode lockdown four will be a new hope. And well, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I believe there's a slight kind of uh, crossover of the conversation and your top five. So yeah, before we yeah, get on is, with, because yeah. I've poured my first beer and I'm oh, desperate to drink a bit. Oh, oh, I see. Like, so um, can we, can we uh, announce what the top five is and then start quaffing some booze? <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, there's sort of almost two top fives uh, today. So we've got top five things that I hate about Land Rovers, uh, <laughs> having recently acquired one. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then we've Sponsored also got by so, Land Rover. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, I mean, it's, it's a bit of tongue-in-cheek, but we'll get into that a bit yeah. later. But, um, yeah, and then we've got the top... Basically, I've been doing doorstep deliveries, so I've been able to do a lot of um, a lot of beers that I wouldn't usually... There's not a lot of people that want, like, 10 or 11% stouts on their home bar. Uh, so Wimps. doing doorstep deliveries yeah. has allowed me to uh, have uh, a bit more free reign with the beers that I'm supplying to people. So these, the five that we're drinking is a bit of a like top five of 2020. So they're the ones that sold the best or um, similar beers to those um, throughout oh, lockdown. It was the first lockdown, really, but um, it's kind of bled into this one as well. well so yeah. any listeners that, that, that you know, uh, are into the beers that we talk about today, that they can all be part of the doorstep deliveries over the coming weeks and so Yeah, so uh, the beers that we've got, the beers that we're drinking today, we've got about eight gift sets left. Uh, and then we, we, we'll, we pre-order some or something like that, I think, probably. But, um, yeah, we've got about eight sets left ready to go, package ready to go. Uh, and then if you're in Maidstone, Tunbridge Wells, Medway area, we're also doing doorstep deliveries. So similar Amazing. sort of beers that you can go straight to your door. Wonderful. Amazing. Especially at the moment. I mean, we're, we're probably on the brink of stricter lockdown measures, aren't we? We're already at no takeaway beer. Um, so, yeah. If you're, if you're in the local area, then we'll help you through. Hook you up. Uh, and if you're, um, I mean, I know full well that, uh, you know, quite a few of the Patreons have, have ordered from you um, already. Yeah. And uh, and so if you are also a Patreon, uh, you can watch this episode. So you can also uh, see the drunkenness uh, in, in, in full HD uh, mm. and also get to see the bottles and the cans and, and <clears throat> the branding that I'm sure we're going to be discussing uh, as this podcast unfolds. Charles, can I drink some booze? Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill myself. Right, you, I've, I actually, I opened the bottle and cracked straight on, so I think you should <laughs> uh, definitely do it. I'll explain who it is. Um, so these guys uh, went down really, really well. It's uh, Moncada Brewery, uh, who are based in North London. And this is, well, I'll, I won't give any tasting notes on it, but uh, oh my see, God. it's a pudding stout. That's so good. That's I mean, incredible. We always like to, for, for people, this is the first time you've listened to one of our um, podcasts with Charles. We always like to uh, do, it's love beer tradition to have a stout first, isn't it really? Yeah, strong stout. That has not disappointed. And it really nah. does take, no wonder it's called a pudding stout. I don't know if I've ever had yeah. a pudding stout before. Uh, they're getting more trendy. So you're getting, you start to get these oh. like, um, it's like adjuncts, which is basically additives. So rather than like, Pops, malt, and water. 
or yeast even, you get uh, a few other things. So this has got like chocolate, cinnamon, oh. uh, I think vanilla in it as well. I've lost my Nutmeg, bottle. rice pudding. Yeah. Oh my God. <clears throat> and it's 10.4%. Yeah, yeah. And it, what's always yeah. good is the first one, I mean, also I should, but that doesn't taste like that's 10.4. No, I'll say doesn't. that. I'll give that about a 7 percent Yeah. Uh, no, on, if on, we, um, I reckon we've got a beer coming later, which we've had before. I reckon if we drunk the two side by side, you'd be off your face. You, you, I don't. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but this one's twice the percentage of the other one, and I don't think you'd really tell the two apart that much. Oh, I get you. Right. That's cracking. I mean, yeah. that really could be. You could have that for pudding, couldn't you? After like a Sunday roast, what are you gonna have? Oh, are you gonna have a uh, apple crumble? No, just send me. Just give me one of these, mate. Beginning of so lockdown, nice. I um, I bought myself a crate of them. 24 bottles of that and it did not last as long as I was hoping it would I've not put it down since I started drinking yeah. it I mean obviously these are one of those ones that that's not a session drink is it this stout you couldn't you couldn't get through too many of them I don't think A because of how strong they are but it will be quite heavy won't it but yeah so I mean these we only sell these in like on the doorstep deliveries anything this strong we only do in one litre containers so it's one or two litre containers and uh, yeah, this one only goes in one litre for obvious reasons. But I, um, oh mate, I've done myself some mischief with with this beer this year. <laughs> so obviously, like when it's it, when it's in keg and you're having, uh, you know, when I'm filling, it's like you get you have the runoffs and all that sort of thing. So by the end of by the time I've finished filling the bottles, I've maybe had like two or three pints. Oh, and you f- you you finish with one of them. Now, it's like two or three pints in a couple of hours. So you finish with even half a glass of that. Yeah, honestly, like I've I've had some real write-off nights. <laughs> no, no spraying got done on the uh, Land Rover at that point. I love just spra- no, dude. I love your spraying booth, and I would just I, I, that is the sort of project that um, my girlfriend doesn't want me to take on, and I'm oh, not mate, yeah. equipped to take on, but I would love to take on. I mean, I am like I definitely my, like my brother's the the one that actually knows what he's doing. I've I've rebuilt a Land Rover before, but like that uh, time we bumped Rover, so. into your your brother at the. Uh... Was it your brother that turned up at the beer fest at the live show? Oh, that was my cousin. Oh, cousin. right. I was going to say, yeah, he yeah. didn't strike me as someone that knew what he was doing. No, he doesn't, know. <laughs> especially, especially not at that like exact point. Yeah. Uh, I think we'd, yeah. we'd fallen on a train. We'd fallen asleep on the train going the wrong direction. So <laughs> that was definitely not, uh, not a good that uh, like you'd had either a, of us. T- no, honest. no, no, it was. It looked like you'd had a lot of fun, Charles, and you got my utmost respect. Mate, yeah. I mean, we uh, that was probably the most drunk I've been in a long time, actually. That was like, that was savage. Because it was like, um, it's the first time I've been invited to one of those. It's like a trade, uh, like a trade member. So, uh, oh man, like the amount of free alcohol I got given that day was just... So we, we turned up and before we even got given our free drinks vouchers, the guy that had brought us in had already like shoveled four pints down on it. Oh my God. And then we went off uh, and they finished i think we finished on like an eight percent beer and then uh yeah uh, just uh, all, all i remember about the rest of it is the photos that i've got and then waking up on the train <laughs> and then letting you guys know that i was going to be there about half an hour after you'd finished <laughs> <laughs> you when you turned up knowing you think oh they've drunk all the beer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I tell you what I've done yesterday, Chris? Um, no, Charles. Anyway, next week. No, go on, mate. What, what is it? <laughs> um, I took delivery of my um, Airfix Spitfire. 
Oh, uh, incredible, incredible. Uh, 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 and built it, and I'll be yeah. painting it tomorrow. Oh, do you know what, mate? You, do you, do you, I actually do you want, do you fucking borrow, love Airfix, yeah. Do you want to borrow an airbrush? Uh, no, no, I've got do all the want... paints and the brush come with it. Yeah, it was yeah, a little yeah. mini kit. Yeah, and uh, yeah. obviously I've got me paints for me soldiers. Yeah, of course. But, uh, but yeah, I've, I've not built a model aeroplane since I was probably about seven or eight with me dad. And oh. uh, uh, Yeah, just... my dad, it's become like a tradition. Uh, every year he'll get me a little Airfix model. Oh, that's so I've incredible, got... mate. Yeah, they're really, really nice. I really He got me one a little while ago. It's probably as complicated as yours was. Yours is, and it never got done. So he started like scaling it back. But I've got... Uh, Got a Honda NSR 500 motorbike to build this year. Oh wow, incredible! Nice. I think that's where my um, part of my sort of fascination with it all came from. Because my grand, like, I used to go to my nan and granddad's, and he used to have all his Airfix planes um, hanging off the walls. Yeah. He put them on wires. He had Hurricanes and Lancashire. And I just think that thing, like when I, when I can't remember what the first Airfix kit I built was, but it's just a fascination. And like for me, yeah. it's so calming to build. Like so, I'll buy build my little Warhammer men. And like Molly will be like, "Are you all right?" And I'm like, "I'm, I'm. This is all I need. Like I can on a Sunday night. I'm knackered. I'll just build a little thing." And she's like, "They take you ages." And like over lockdown, I've built. So I haven't painted any of it yeah. yet. I've got so much to do. But you know, it's a, it's something that keeps me sort of like out of trouble, really. So yeah, I've, nice one, mate. Good shout, you. Yeah, airfix during lockdown. I think it's probably one of the best ideas that I've heard. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, I, such I, a good idea. I just thought that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to. I've not done it since I was a kid, and I used to have like Spitfires and Messerschmitts and stuff like mm. that, like uh, on fishing line on my ceiling. Mm, uh, and, uh, and and obviously that was forty years ago. And I just thought, oh, do you know, what? I'm going to buy one and and see how much it's like. As soon as I'm done it, I was like, this is exactly how I remembered it. And uh, yeah, just spent a, c- a couple of hours that went like that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like just yeah. I love when you get into it and you can. Um you can start like setting whether whether or not you want the guns presenting or like, yeah exactly the gear down and all that sort of thing you know like you build the body and then you start to get to do all the little bits at the end of it the options like, are great like yeah yeah and like i've got a uh, did a formula one last year and you could oh. it came with loads of different decals and you could choose oh. which race you wanted to do on the calendar so it's oh, like amazing, had silverstone man. decals and stuff like that it was so good that's that very Love good it. it's a little bit easier to manage than assembling a, a land rover have you have you had like have you had uh, your gearbox on your kitchen table or anything like that yet, Charles? No, nah, not yet. Uh, what have we done? We've done. It's just parts. We've had a lot of parts piling up in my parents' well, kitchen. Well, give us a bit of backstory before we get into like the top five things that uh, that, that, that do your head in about Land Rovers. D- explain a little bit. I know you don't want to give too much away, but but give a little bit of insight yeah, so, into into what you've purchased. So it's um so. At the beginning of lockdown, I found out that I was going to be one of the excluded. So, like, to date, we still haven't received any income support or anything from the government. Fucking hell. So, um, it may change. There's, uh, anyway, there's a few. I'm not going to go too into into it because I could talk for hours about how much I've been um, shafted this year. But, uh, Mm. so when it first came out, um, I got a job at Tesco, which then obviously meant my my income was kind of secure. I didn't Mm. need to earn anything. So, then they released the bounce back loans. And at that point, I thought, like, I'm not. I don't really want to get a big loan just so that I can pay my wages out of a loan and yeah. do like my wages on tick. So yeah. uh, I helped my brother rebuild his Land Rover maybe three years ago after he crashed it. He's, as I say, he's properly into Land Rovers. Mm. He actually does know what he's doing and he's mm. much more capable than me or, mm-hmm. or my cousin. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so I helped him uh, rebuild that Land Rover. And while we were doing that, we've had, my parents have had this old 
XMOD Series 3 in the back garden for ages. And it was just like a, almost like a dream project. It's like, oh, you know, what could we do to this to put a bar in the back of it? Thinking we'd never actually have the money to do it or, or anything. Uh, so I've been working at Tesco for like three, week, uh, three months and then the bounce back loan scheme finally got announced. And as soon as the bounce back loan scheme got announced, I just said to my brother, it's like, if I actually get this, we're going to do that project. We're going to do hmm. the Land Rover. So this is something that we've been thinking about now for probably two years. And we started taking apart the Land Rover in the back garden just to like break it and get some money for it. And as we were looking at that, we just found the perfect Land Rover on, e on eBay. Um, so it's, a, it's an XMOD Series 3 Land Rover. It's 45 years old, first registered in 1975. Um, and it's just, just on the bit just on the edge of where like my brother's capable of bringing it back and we can do enough yeah. stuff to it to give it a lot of legs you know it's got it's got a new engine in it so that's good for like another 250,000 miles and all that sort of thing and it's just uh yeah it's just like fortuitous you know it's um it, it's not what i planned to do this year but i mean price man like i now that i'm into it i'm really enjoying it <clears throat> and uh yeah so i mean i don't want to give too much away about like the design that's going into the back of it but there's going to be a a bar like eventually we're going to do a big like reveal as to what we're doing with the back of it but i haven't seen anybody else do anything similar to what we're doing or what we've got planned to do with it so i don't really want to give that idea away yeah. this side of festival season cool. so kind of keeping that under wraps but uh to all intents and purposes it's going to have a custom built bar in the back of it that's going to be capable of doing about 10 10 kegs an hour wow so it's like a real like <laughs> wow yeah we've got a custom we've had a custom built uh so it's going to be custom built from the ground up, essentially. The Land Rover is going to be custom built by us. And we've done a couple of things to make it a little bit easier for, for either us or whoever built, buys it. Um, and then you've got a one-off bar design in the back of it, uh, like to the point where we've got intellectual property lawyers involved to make sure that wow. we're like, protected on the other side of it. So I've never seen, I haven't seen anything that does this yet. Uh, and then we've got a one-off custom built cooler in the back of it as well. So it's like a real, from the ground up, is just a bespoke a bespoke unit that we're hoping is going to be capable of turning up to essentially any field in the country spitting out 10 kegs an hour and then folding up and going away Jesus, as well as pull anybody else out that's so good that's gonna you could you could see there being a demand for that couldn't you i really hope there is yeah like, i mean obviously anybody like anybody that's listening that's thinking about organizing events weddings or anything else like 100 percent. i mean i originally bought it with the idea to upgrade it put the bar in it mm. sell it to somebody else mm. but i've kind of um fallen in love with the project a little bit so i am looking for any excuse to be able to keep this land rover at this point so if anybody wants to give me a couple of like a few jobs next year <laughs> that i can earn some money on <laughs> that would be much appreciated man i'm looking forward to seeing it i'm looking forward to seeing it and um mm. you never know you might you, you might get a job with, when this is all over you might get a job from us charles to be honest with you i'll, I'll be looking forward to having a party and stuff so. that'd be amazing yeah yeah. Uh, I mean, we're already. We always have like a big garden party, and we're already, we're already looking forward to that now. Like, just can you, can you? Me and Stuart talked about this already. Can you imagine the parties, mate, in 2021? Can you imagine? I know that I've got, I've got an itchy finger. I tell you, like I, yeah. I'm itching to go and socialise and, and let Craig out of the bloody, yeah. and like let Craig out of his cave. I just want to go and dance in London. Like, go to bars yeah. and... Yeah. I don't want to DJ. I don't want to DJ. I, I want to just fucking dance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, mate. I want to hug some strangers. Yeah, not in a, yeah. Not in a Craig way. 
<laughs> but you know what? I wouldn't mind even speaking to somewhere like Lizards and just saying, look, can we do... Like, I, 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 like, I want to do the dancing, but I wouldn't mind doing... I actually do miss a bit of DJing, you know? I haven't done it for a while. I was thinking this the other day, like, it was so fun to DJ, and I miss it a little bit. So, uh, yeah, it does make you... Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to, like, summer. I think DJ, DJing will be one of those things that you'll be probably half an hour behind the decks and you've already had to deal with like an hour of wrong audio cables and yada 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 and you're about I, I wish I never missed this oh my god I reckon it'll be the easiest set you've ever done people are just gonna wanna dance <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's true yeah, yeah. they won't be asking you. they might not even ask you to turn it down Stu <laughs> for anyone that's interested when I used to do the early sets at Lizard's um, the first person that came up to me, they went, "Hi!" I went, "Hi!" I went, "Um, it requests." I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." She went, "Could you turn it down, please? I can't hear myself. I can't hear my mate talking." I was like, "Yeah." How <laughs> do you think? Oh, you cunt! Oh, that's brutal, mate. We've all had we've all had our moments of like, yeah. uh, you know, you always make fun of that night when I decided to do some sort of like nineties dance, and I wasn't playing Fats and Smalls. Yes, you was. I was not playing Fats and Smalls, um, and it just it, it just went down like a fucking ton of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, did you do it about nine o'clock as well? About nine o'clock, I, I peaked to her. Yeah, I, I did. I did it for all the right reasons, I tell you. And uh, well, no, absolutely no, not the right reasons as a DJ for selfish reasons. Mm. And I was punished for it, absolutely punished for it. So. <laughs> I still continue to be to this day. <laughs> but hey, no, what's wrong with you? What fucks me off is that it's such bullshit. But <laughs> no one's done as bad, and I wish I was there as the time. And I'm sorry to all the listeners and everyone, Charles, you've probably heard this a dozen times. I'm so sad I was not there for the time where Pip was DJ and he turned around to you and he went, watch this. <laughs> And then he, he went to do something and stopped all the turntables and then just hurriedly tried to get a song back on. Had he um, had done that and not said anything to me, I would have just thought, oh, shit, and yeah, like and no, got yeah. into panic promoter mode and tried to find the right button for him. Mm. But it was the fact that he was like, what? And that was his exact words. Watch <laughs> this. And like, as soon as he done it, I was like, I'm watching. This is amazing. <laughs> And the other one that he done that was spectacular um, was I happen to. Uh, what's good is every time he does do these things, I happen to be in the booth with him. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like the, the way that you know most male friendships work, anyone that does anything even slightly embarrassing or wrong, you don't ever just offer an arm of support, do you? You go, ah, you wanker, <laughs> and like, and obviously just ridicule them for the next ten years. Yeah, and like. And, uh, slide. and I can't remember what he said he was going to play, but I just heard, he pressed play on the track, and I just heard, ba-da-ba-ba. <laughs> this drum roll, and then he panicked and clicked the next track, and he looked at me, and he knew <laughs> that I knew that that was Two Princes by the Spin Doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, no, he's listening to this right now going, you pricks. <laughs> it, it'll just build it up and build it up. And in about two years, he'll bring it up on he'll a podcast. Come he'll come back. Yeah. He'll come back. Yeah. yeah. But he, <laughs> he actually, like, he wasn't a DJ before. Sorry, Charles. But, but, um, 
um, digressive. He wasn't really a DJ before that, and and over the course of Weird Lizards, he got he became a really good DJ, didn't he? He learned how to mix, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. All right. You learn, yeah, but you've always known what songs to play. That's your secret uh, thing. You know, we've all, all right. got our magic powers. Um, well, I'm done. Well, well. Me you too. Done, Chris? Me too. What yeah. are we going to do about that then? Well, I think we should pour another beer, and while we do, you should tell us your number five. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. What we what we quaff in next, Charles? Uh, Ridge side. It is. I'll one. go and grab it. Oh, nice. uh, uh, you've missed my Ponzi glassware number one. Um, so that it, does it? Does it matter what glass you use when you're <laughs> using? <laughs> I um, I still do stick to the line of no, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> oh, wonderful! But I do also really like having loads of Ponzi glassware around. <laughs> it's like um, it's become a bit of like a so like this one's that one's from Mother Kelly's, which is like a bottle shop and. Um, tap room in in london and actually shout out to mother kelly's they've been on like uh on a bit of a um know what you describe it as but they're like really standing up for the industry in london at the moment where a lot of places like that have had no support whatsoever and been forced to close and like yada 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 so they they've been doing big campaigns and really putting their neck on the line especially in london so uh yeah shout out to them but anyway so i've got that glass and then like this one's from Pressure Drop, which is a good brewery. So I just like, uh, I like having all these Ponzi glassware around, which is for the branding on it now. Uh, while you weren't there, Chris, getting your beer, I'll just check yeah. with Charles that it doesn't actually matter um, what glass you use. I thought I'd just double check. <laughs> 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 is it what, to, is it okay to drink out of a can or should you drink it out of a glass? Um, frowned upon, but I'm oh, not right, the person that... that frowns upon it. It's frowned upon. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've literally got mine in a can tonight. Get out yeah, of fucking glass. Oh, for fuck's sake. Piece trying to get of shit. Rid- you're trying to hog the limelight. You're just trying to get more airtime than me. <laughs> yeah. It, it will It will genuinely make it taste better. Oh, he's gone now. Charles, do you think yeah, I'm the best one? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking any favourites. Oh, I, I mean, I can see the way you're looking at me. You believe it's me. I know that. I think he just brings the whole thing down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to do like, you should, you should. Me and you should do this. We should long just him on off. Our own. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I think, st- like, I honestly think, if me and you done this, all right, mate. <laughs> don't you be, don't be rude. You know what's upsetting is both Charles and Luke look like finished versions of me, don't they? Like, if if, if they, if I ain't fucked my life up, I could have a successful company, but hmm. instead. I've got a tatty beard. Um, I'm already feeling pissed. So am so, I. Yeah, uh, but so, by the way, um, props. I've never heard the words tatty beard, but I really <laughs> like that. So that sounds like something you get at a camera beer festival. <laughs> I'll have an half a tatty beard, please, mate. <laughs> yeah, In a tankard. Some, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some like brown sludge comes into your glass. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, tatty beard. What, <laughs> what are we drinking, Charles? Uh, so this is uh, a brewery called Ridgeside. I've been meaning to. They only started doing cans a little while ago, so I haven't been able to get a lot of their beer. But all of it is really, really good. Uh, I don't know where they're based off the top of my head. I actually visited Leeds. Uh, yeah, really, really good. And these, um, yeah, so I mean, basically, like throughout lockdown, like this is a double dry hopped hazy pale ale, and by far they've sold the best throughout the whole of lockdown. People really, really, really enjoyed them. This was one of one of the better ones, or one of the ones that sold out quicker. The other one was Tears of a Clown by Elusive Brew, which I would have loved to have supplied. <laughs> I was going to great supply, name, yes, yeah, so but good. they. Uh, uh, they'd sold out. So. I don't think we've had a, a ridge side before, Charles. No, you haven't. No, no. I was say, no they uh, honestly. If you've, um, if you've, no, a few of these. Yeah, I think a couple of these you probably won't have. But if you, um, as I say, I've been trying to get a hold of some of their beer for a few years, but they only started canning probably about this time last year. So now they've got a huge range that you can order online at bottle shops when they open up again. Honestly really really good beers i mean if you uh yeah if you want to try it it is just like in terms of a hazy pale ale i think it's um it's one of the nice we've, ones we've, we've not what, what something we also do in terms of tradition is we tend oh. to review the packaging don't we have you had a sit yeah. i didn't think we would yeah. have to have a sit yeah yet. oh you've cheated you're premature right um but we haven't reviewed the uh the, I, I love the can and the artwork on yeah it. That looks yeah, very, yeah very cool it's uh, object this one's called objects in space and it's like it's got yeah, uh, sort of like the the, the galaxy, the spa- uh, space, and uh, a little cheeky little rocket, which looks like it's made out of maybe something you use to brew. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. beer. The, left, the bits Rump. on the outside of it are paddles. Mm. Oh, you're right. Actually, that is what it is. Yeah, it's all stuff that you. Well, I've got a level with you, like. Um... Taste-wise, mm-hmm. I mean, let's talk about the canvas. I don't think the can, uh, the wow factor of the design is is that amazing. Okay, okay. Uh, compared to some of the ones that we've had uh, mm-hmm. previously, mm-hmm. Um, taste-wise, it's wonderful. Oh, it's good. Mm. That oh, to go from that porter to something mm. light and crisp like this, yeah, smashing. Yeah, I mean that. Um, uh, honestly, like just it 
Rich, rich side beers are really, really good. He really, really knows what he's doing. Uh, I don't think I've tasted. I've only had a few of them, so I'm not exactly an expert. But I haven't, haven't had a bad one off. Yeah. That's four point eight percent. I reckon you could have a nice Sunday afternoon in a boozer, putting away yeah, a few of them. Definitely. Yeah, you go. Yeah, easy, what do you yeah. want? And you just go same again. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of those beers. Yeah, I've had to. Mm. Be really, really careful with the amount that I want to drink this set because it's uh, for me is like almost a perfect set of beers. Yeah. So I just want to take a couple out of my sheds and stick them on my counter. <laughs> um, and this is one of the highlights out of it. Oh, it's got a lovely, it's lovely and fruity and zesty. Mm. It's, it's great. Um, Charles. So number five about things that uh, do your biscuit in about a Lamb Rover. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these are tongue-in-cheek, so I don't want anyone to take offence, but also do, if you want. <laughs> uh, You're talking to our listeners, Charles. They are, yeah, like, yeah. the most unoffended. Yeah, I feel like uh, the sort of people that are spending silly amounts of money on Land Drivers might be a bit offended, but anyway, we'll find out. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I think my, it's just my, you, mate. Might be, yeah, yeah. Um, so my bottom of the list uh, is, or my number five, is the sort of person that lives in a town and probably drives through maybe a puddle once or twice a year. He parks his twisted Land Rover for 150 grand up down at the uh, <laughs> down at the train station on his way up to London. <laughs> oh, You've got one mate. of the most capable off-road vehicles in the world, and you're parking it at Tunbridge Wells Station to look like a. Well, anyway, I don't, I don't, complete, Charles, complete, complete the sentence. Do, do, do you know what, Charles? It's, it's a thing. It's a thing. So well, I watched, I watched a sh- uh, thing on Netflix the other day called uh, the the Minimalists. I don't know if you've seen that, and it's all about people no, who believe. I haven't, it, I haven't watched a lot of Netflix actually at all. This oh, okay, it's um, it's really good. And it's about minimalism, right? And and the differing views on minimalism. Minimalism. And after we watched it, I played something that I'd written about economics and that about 15 years ago and it sort of like it has the same themes and it's that you should have things that you find you have use for it's like products themselves aren't a bad thing like inventions are a it's great an old, thing um, it's an old uh, william morris quote is have nothing in your home that you don't find functional or objectively beautiful or something like that Absolutely, and and we, you know, and I, I've really been on a campaign for that for years. I mean, Shoes just held up a dildo, uh, a penis <laughs> bottle opener. The thing that he calls a bottle opener, yeah. The thing of beauty. There's there's two <laughs> functions for that in the yep. within. <laughs> Never you mind what they are. <laughs> and uh, and and it's so true. Like I, I had a friend who, who used to. Um, I, no, I've known a lot of people who I've worked with while while being in London. Uh, who are on high salaries, and because they're on high salaries, they always buy the best of whatever they're getting. They get a laptop, they get a 17-inch MacBook Pro, and I'm like, Wicked, what are you using that for? And they're like, I'll do a bit of, uh, you know, some... You know, and literally using it for Excel, and it's like... Yeah, but that's, support. I mean, that's that's fair enough, and, like, uh, that is maybe slightly different. We'll get on to why it's slightly different, but, like, if they wanted to have uh, a posh-looking 4x4 to drive down to the station in, just get a fucking Porsche or something, you know? Like, <laughs> what? Why are you in something that is designed for fucking herding sheep? Essentially, because their hunter wellies look better at getting out of one. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I uh, see. I've I've long 
been a fan of a 4x4, but I'm also aware that I live in a very built-up area uh, and the practicalities of uh, an off-road vehicle serve no purpose. Uh, I, I might go driving around the mountains maybe twice a year but then I'm driving it on the roads, so uh, me car's fine. Um, yeah, and if I you're, also have. If you're driving a Land Rover, especially a Defender on the roads, it's all-wheel drive constantly, so you're wearing out all four of your wheels on like a permanent basis, uh, and it's it's just not fucking designed for it. You try and stop the thing, you're going to go into the back of a lorry. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 probably lugging that bigger vehicle around on petrol. Is, is oh yeah, massively. Yeah, yeah, so, massively. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, don't get me wrong. I think um, like old school. Uh, a mate of mine at uni used to bolt round in an old school Land Rover. It was it was it was incredible. Um, it was just the coolest thing to be in, you know. And you, you could fit yeah, like yeah. the whole class in the back of it. It was fucking massive. And, yeah, but um, like, tw- I mean, we're yeah. talking what 20, 20, 20 years, years ago. ago yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they were worth fuck all back then. Yeah. And actually, I would say your mate is a sick lad because mm. that is that is a really fucking cool mm. first car to have. But I mean, now, like, my brother bought his for uh, about six grand. He's got about 12 grand's worth of vehicles sat in his yeah. in, in the back garden. Yeah, it's mad. Like, your, your mate wouldn't be able to afford it. No. Now, at all. You no. know, you've got these lads picking them up and just, as I say, driving them to train stations. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, crazy crazy um you got anything to add to that Stu? um nah (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm aware that i've not had a drink since new year's eve and i don't want to start and i've had a couple of strong beers already and i don't want to start just sanding off about uh middle class people in built-up areas (laughs) uh, i'm thinking i might just might just finish my beer. I, I complete. I com- the thing is, I, I do understand it. I, I understand where it comes from, and it, it's and it's um, when you start to I bat mean, I, everyone I, around the head of it, it's like people should, don't really re- don't have the same perspective or don't really realise. I, I should think. caveat. I should caveat that as I am a, a member of a middle class family that currently has six Land Rovers on its property. <laughs> That's so disgusting, <laughs> Charles. <laughs> so I mean, like. I am laying into these people, but there are so many degrees of tongue-in-cheek on this. Yes. Well, we we should also point out that um, the reason Charles can afford that is Charles' family owns Starbucks. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking wish they did, mate. We've got one. Um, we've got one series two that we've had since as long as I can remember, and it's part of the reason why it's something we'll get onto on my top reason. Part of the reason why I f- really hate Land Rovers. Uh, and then we've got my brother's one. He actually works on a farm, so he has a legit reason to own a Land Rover. And then we've got my parents' one that they bought to essentially go down to Glastonbury. They do not have a legit reason to own a Land Rover. Uh, and then we've got my one, and then we've got the the one that's broken down. So, so I've got a question for you. I'm going to call, call some four by four beef. Yeah. So, if a Land Rover gets stuck, do people then get a Land Cruiser to get it out? Because they're 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 the they're the daddy, aren't they, for that? Because they they are a lot of money. And I mean, when I've I've recently uh, joined a load of Land Rover owners groups, and I would Land Cruiser, no Land Rover owners groups. Oh, Land Cruiser, uh, Land Cruiser is a Toyota, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't su- suggest that they're better in a Land Rover owners group from from what I've seen <laughs> in the comments sections. 
die-hard fans. Alleg- I mean, I, I, I don't know enough to care, to be honest, but mm. uh, from what I've seen is, no, nah, I do not. Well, because well, uh, I know that they cost a hell of a lot of money. And, they don't uh, look as good, though, do they? No, they don't look anywhere near as good. Um, but I happen to have like gone messing around in the mountains a few times in one. Uh, one that I know somebody does Car- spent. Does Carol know that you'd be no. bold saying that? Like, uh, that? That someone has spent twenty grand on, um, and it's. I mean, it's 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 not the most pleasing on the eye, inside or outside. Uh, he's got a tent on the roof that folds out that he sleeps in, and wow. uh, and it's got all sorts of stuff. But apparently, the rumor is that um, yeah, in four by four world, like if you get involved, that is the one. That is the kind of yeah. end of the chain. That that is the one that gets you out of wherever you need to be. So they say, um, and this may be something that gets me kicked onto the Patreon co- version <laughs> of this podcast. But uh, they say, um, te- what is it? Te- terrorist drive the uh, terrorist drive the uh, what is it? The Land Cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> that's that what they say. In the la- that's yeah. That's a uh, Land Rover meme right there. Is yeah. um, Land Rovers because terrorists drive Land Cruisers. <laughs> that is the I mean, started by Land Rover to. Uh, Probably, I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's let let's um let's have a your number four while we uh while, while whilst we all start to think about uh, well certainly one Chris and I start to think about what we can say about Range Rovers considering <laughs> we live in Essex. <laughs> Absolutely fuck all I think. Um, I actually do a couple of deliveries up your way, and I know for a fact you can't say anything because your neighbours have got. They <laughs> <laughs> really do. Uh, so yeah, I mean mine. Uh, my number four is like uh, the, uh, and this is my wording is the that'll do parts list that you get with Land Rovers. So I'm now now taking apart two and a half Land Rovers, and I can tell you no bolt or screw nut rivet is the same on one Land Rover to the other. Really? They just have this. Uh, yeah, I mean, especially the older ones, like um, where it was built, you'd get this. It's obviously like parts bin. They've so they've just like, oh, we haven't got the right bolt for that. So they get something to stick it in, and you'll go from left to right. And you've I've constantly got a toolbox um, on the go with Imperial metric and all sorts, just just in case because I can't just like I can't set my spanner up to take a few panels off. I need to be changing about three or four different sockets each time and that sort of thing. Fucking hell. Do, do you I mean, enjoy that really to a degree though? Uh, well, I mean, as I said, this is all very tongue-in-cheek. Like, I've come to love all of the things that I hate about Land Rovers. And, I mean, I'm a proper, like... I used to uh, rail against Land Rovers because, obviously... And, again, like, we'll get into it on, on my number one. But, like, uh, you know, my parents have had Land Rovers for a while. And I rejected that and had a Land Rover, uh, had a motorbike all my life. Mm. So I have come to Land Rovers. In terms of my family, I've come to Land Rovers very, very late. Hmm. So I'm very much just finding the things. I understand why people love them, but f- these are all of like my pre-Land Rover ownership hates about Land Rovers. So you, when you say that it, that that will do, it, is that because yeah, that, that's mad. That so that I guess does that mean that parts are expensive for them, or is it just the gut? It's just cheap parts. They were but there's odd, yeah, they were bits um, and pieces. They used to be utility vehicles. So the one that I've got. Um, uh, series three and that's like the last kind of real agricultural version of a yeah. Land Rover but that's got something that a tractor has called a PTO so I can hook like a, a bandsaw up to it or something like that right. like it's got a, a drive that you can run mm-hmm. agricultural machinery off of mm-hmm. on the engine so uh, they were just always meant to be these like workhorses you know there'd be something 
for your um like the queen to take out around scotland or for your farmers to put sheep in the bag they were never really meant to be this like puppeted item that's right yeah worth a lot of money so when you actually start stripping back the layers they don't have they were all thrown together they were all designed to be thrown together you know they were finding finding an excuse for the aluminium left after the war and that's how they've arrived so it's all rivets rivets random imperial bolts random sizes all the way through it so what's the sa- sh- chassis made out of is it steel uh, is it aluminium steel yeah yeah, yeah. steel uh it, most of it's aluminium you've got the chassis is steel and the bulkhead steel everything else uh bar a few bits of framing here and there is it's aluminium they must weigh an absolute yeah a ton well beyond a ton surely yeah two two and a half yeah yeah i think the engine on its own is about a ton and you said that that your ones you've got a new newer engine is that can you switch like certain cars you can switch engines out from different vehicles is that still a land rover engine in there yeah so you've got certain ones so this one's like uh it's getting really really technical this one's a uh five bearing diesel which is a really really hard wearing version of the diesel so that one, I'm told, is good up to maybe 300,000 miles, something like that. Mm. And it got swapped out by the MOD 30,000 miles ago. So it's still like a really, really new engine that's in there. Ah, that's but it's, it's, a, like, it's a new old engine. It is still, as soon as you start it up, you'd like 100% tell that it's, uh, it's an old engine. I bet that sounds, yeah, pretty, pretty amazing. It's nice, yeah, when it gets going. It, I just... I'm very much now like I just want to get it together and um how much uh how long much longer is it going to take do you reckon uh I reckon we'll have it uh I'd, I'd hoped that we would be able to throw it together and drive it to the pub for the end of well what I thought was going to be a lockdown <laughs> we'll use grinding well, as an extension <laughs> yeah well exactly yeah so um I was starting to get on my brother's case a lot about doing the welding and stuff like that um and now I feel like a right mug because <laughs> <laughs> like, literally a week later, the government was just like, nah, have another three months. So, oh, man. Uh, so that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. I think um, I'd like to have it on the road by mid-January, uh, mid-February now, uh, like all back together. But then we've still got the bar on the back of it, which is going to take uh, probably another month and a half to build. I always remember my dad bought a, a Volkswagen Beetle, like the old school one, and that had a ton of rust on it. And I watched my dad like hack that apart and re-weld bits of it yeah. like, out in the winter, just lying out on his back in the street. And it was it was really cool watching him do that. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. That's pretty tough, much what we've been work. doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. I need a wee. Am I right to Ooh. go? Yeah, well, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll keep yeah. chatting to Chris. I'm just deleting some stuff off of uh, the, the the laptop because your the hard videos. Drive. Because the police the vi- coming over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're on their yeah. way. Just set. I've just torched it. Your Facebook privacy settings are going. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I can't. I, it stopped recording the uh, uh, the uh, the video. Oh so dear. I'm just deleting yeah. some space. Okay, all right. And, Do you uh, want us to yeah. pause this for a second? No, no. Let's no? just keep going. Let's just keep going, mate. Yeah. We're so. Are you going to get me a, a, a Land Rover for our 300th episode, or what's going on with that? Uh, probably not. Okay, um, right. Yeah. I'll, 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 uh, send, I'll send you one back then, mate. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Right, hang on. Let me now see if I can click. This record, is, uh, folks, you're listening to Stu doing... 
all the things. Oh, you do you know what? Do. You are listening to Grandad Simpson, who's just halfway. Do you know? I'm quite pissed, Chris. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I am. I've only had one bottle of beer and half a pint. Yeah, I, my my head's like I'm, I'm a bit pissed. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, off your face. Yeah. <laughs> you alright though? I'm just not. I'm just not. I just can't handle alcohol anymore. Really. Yeah. Even over Christmas, I, was, I had a few whiskies and that, but it's easy to drink whiskey. And although I just, I'm just hammered. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, over Christmas, like, I mean, I haven't drunk beer since probably the last time I went to a pub. Mm. Um, I'll tell now. I tell you what. The last time I had a, a pint was my brother-in-law's got a bar that, that Charles uh, facilitates. Mm. And uh, and he had... What did he have? Beck's? Yeah, I think so, yeah. He had a keg of Beck's. And and he had a barbecue. And this was like in the break between the lockdowns. So we, we went to, to, to Norfolk to see him. And, uh, mate, like, he went, I'll just warn you. I think you might have said, like, if you've not really been in the booze from draft for a while, you might notice a difference. I reckon I had, like... I got overexcited when I got there. It was a boiling hot day. I had a couple of pints really quickly. And then, like, I had a few more. I was pissed out of my head because I hadn't had a draft pint for so long. And I don't know if it makes any difference or if it's just a placebo effect, but it just felt like... I'd had a couple of pints from a pub, and it was just like. Well, we've even got, I was. Go on. Sorry, I was just going to say we've got an expert here. Is draft? Would that be any stronger or not? Um, not sure. I was going to say it might actually be the heat. Like if you dr- if you're drinking when it's really hot, you uh, it can, it can really struggle. You know, like um, yeah, you just like if you're on the beach somewhere and you have one drink, you feel it a lot more. Mm. That was my first reaction to that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure actually. Holiday drinking. Oh, it's the best. See, I, I'm not a fan, right? Mm. So I, I, I'll, I'll outline my, my my holiday drinking, right? So uh, my missus will uh, probably have her first beer at about 11 a.m. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. uh, no, no, once we're there, like, you know, around, around the pool, she'll, mm. she'll have a beer. I won't drink all day. Don't interest me. Mm. Like, but the minute... It's like I'm getting ready to go out for dinner. My best bit is that little beer on the balcony with like a little bowl of crisps just before oh, you go out. Honestly, you're making me like I can picture it, mate. Not you. I'm not fantasising about. I'm you. So, honestly, it's heaven. Yeah. And then obviously you go out for a bit of dinner, and then like you know you you you. For me, I still don't eat the beer. I, I, I'm on the wine then, mm. and like, or I might have a cocktail. I might have Char- a little cocktail. Charles has disappeared. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. What? I was uh, answering answering a text message from oh, my okay. girlfriend. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> um, well, I ju- you know What's what I- interesting is he said he's answering a message from his girlfriend. His screen's gone off. Yeah. Right now, if he's taking a picture of his belly. Yeah, you've got your fucking old boy <laughs> out. Um, is, um, I've got a... Um, yeah, I've got an old Mac, so I can't have... Um, it, honestly, I, I tried the video on my Mac, and it is really bad quality. So you're, you're on my mobile oh, phone. Oh, good. On an um, app. One of my favourite parts of the holiday is uh, just coming. Like, is, is not it, that's a lovely part of it because you just had a shower. I like the bit when it's like you just got in from the beach and it's about like you know it could be like three in the afternoon and you're like just gonna have a nap now. Gonna have a nap before we go out and I've got no. I can have a nap. I haven't really got to rush the nap. 
you know, I've been out in the sun. I'm not like a sun worshipper. I quite like the sun these days, but I'm kind of, because of my moles, I have to kind of not be directly in it. But that feeling of... They're, they're the ones on your body. Just to clarify, you, you don't take a family of uh, woodland creatures on holiday with you. <laughs> it's hard as it, since Brexit. No. They don't really like the sun moles. <laughs> it's frowned upon now. <laughs> Do you know what? You say that lovely moment, and I, I really would agree with you, Chris. Oh. But um, when I went to Berlin, uh, I'm going to throw a little story in for you here. Um, so uh, 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 a patron, um, Steve Plough, there you go, named him. Uh, I mean, that's embarrassing. Um, well, you haven't told the story yet. You could leave well, it. Well, it, it was, it was um, da- Darren Garwood of uh, Jackson Superhero. It was his yeah. brother's stag do. Yeah. I, just, uh, I just landed... Uh, at 9pm from Australia and I then had to drive to the toothbrush to DJ and then I got in at 3am and then at 4am I, I had to walk up to the, the Oaks, the pub near us and uh, get on a minibus, way a disco bus to go to the airport to then start drinking to then go to Berlin on a stag do, right? So... There was a bit of jet lag involved in this. I'm not going to lie, right? And then, so obviously you start drinking straight away, you know, disco beers at like 4 a.m. at the airport. And then we we get to Berlin and then it's like, we then divided. Half of the group were like, right, let's find an Irish pub and stay there for three days. And it was like, I'm in Berlin. I'm going to go and get stuck in. I'll see you later, boys. And so we went and thought we'd find somewhere a little bit more interesting to go Mm -hmm. to in Berlin. Um, Anyway, so we started drinking, and it got to about three o'clock, and I just thought, I don't know if you've ever had serious jet lag, but like, I'd literally flown around the planet, like, in the last 24 hours, and I was like, I was like, Steve, man, I've just got to go back to the hotel, and I've just got to have, like, an hour's kip, like, because I don't know what's going on. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, you know what, I'm like, he'd been up since, like, three o'clock so he was like yeah i'll have a nap as well so we had to share a double bed in our room and uh and so i've literally just got back into the hotel and just like passed out and and slept and i said look you know set an alarm wake us up in an hour and uh, so an hour later he's he's woke us up and i'm like all right he's like yeah yeah you all right i went yeah and i was like what and he was like what and i was like why are you laughing and he was like, no, nothing. And I went, what have you done? He went, hmm. had a wank. <laughs> <laughs> and, I went, and I went, where? And he went, right here. <laughs> and I was like, what? And so whilst I was asleep, he went, it almost felt like a test. And he went like, it was quite weird. He said, as I was edging, you shuffled. And I panicked, rolled over to my side. And then... <laughs> Just as I was on the edge, I just spaffed off the side of the bed onto the floor. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what was you looking at? And he was like, I'm not telling you. I was like, mate, <laughs> I was next to you asleep. Oh, mate, Steve, Steve had the ultimate danger wank. It really was. It that really is, was. That is literally, yeah. There's there's only like a few levels above that. Like, you know, probably the ultimate one, like having a wank at the... Christmas dinner table <laughs> under, the, under the table. That's oh, amazing. Oh, you know I'm pissed now because I'm rattling off shit mm. like that and naming him. Chaz, you've um, you've frozen. I know, yeah, I've frozen. I'm uh, all the time doing that. I've been enjoying it, but I'm doing some technical difficulties. Oh, okay. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. So you're at your number three now, Charles, if I'm not mistaken. Um, well, we, we and, have... and we're also at our number three beer, right? Yeah, we should have drink number yeah. three. Uh, which one? I'm not sure. Shall we go? Shall we do another pale ale and then we'll have a sour and then a, a porter? Or shall we go for the sour now and then pale ale porter? Should we have a um, pal? Oh no! Let's have a pal out, and then I think that that I'm I'm, I'm throwing it out there, well, and yeah. then I'm thinking that the, yeah, the, yeah. the fruity one might like clear the palate for the heavy one to finish. That fruity okay. one is banging. So yeah, we'll do the pal out. So okay. uh, brew by numbers. Right, then. I'll go and grab mine. Two seconds. That's a lovely picture. You've it's frozen, Charles. A picture that you you want. Yeah. On like yeah. Your, <laughs> You know, if you was a yeah. podcaster, that would be your podcaster profile picture. Do you know what? If that was me and me or Chris, the fucking state that that had frozen on would have been nothing like that. We literally would have looked like we'd had seven <laughs> E's and was just like, someone I'm had like um, blurred the lower half of my head. I would have looked yeah. like um, the, the, dude, the, the Nazi when I opened the Ark in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Half my face would have been melting off my head. <laughs> Yeah, it's ended up... I've actually screenshotted it for my uh, YouTube... Um, not my YouTube, my Google one. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, so, I'm, I'm loving this can, by the way. I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit more when Grafton gets back. Oh, mate, yeah. These... Uh, so, they, when we... Yeah, so these are brewed by numbers. They do a double dry hop pale ale and a double dry hop IPA. Uh, and they do, like editions each time so this is the 10th edition of this one and like hands down this is one of my best one of my favorite series of beers i oh. will i am a proper sucker for these they look incredible so what does ddh stand for and i apologize if you've just explained that oh i've said it four uh, times no, already yeah uh <laughs> double dry hops there we go can you see me did you say bbmo chris i did not say what bdmo bbmo DDH, I said. What's B DDH is double dry hops. Uh, don't you know? <laughs> of course, I know that. I like. Uh, yeah, so, I like if can. you do, you know what this so can? You, oh, sorry, go on. So, just yeah. Uh, when you when you dry hop a beer, you're putting in. Um, crikey. <laughs> you're putting Jesus in beer Christ, at the. At the end of it, so like once it's fermented and it's it's sitting around and conditioning, you put a bit of uh, hops in the end of it, so that gives you oh. aroma rather than bitterness. So this has been double dry hops. So it usually means that the, there's either two introductions of hops, or there'll be two different types of hops, or double the amount of hops. So it can mean like two or three things. But I used well, to double dry hop my pills. Um, bit, uh, sorry, sorry, tough guy. <laughs> um, I just want to interject there. <laughs> Um, so we've just hit um, the one hour, and uh, so I'm, I'm suggesting, uh, Howard Marks, that we um, maybe <laughs> that we maybe finish this as part one and we, we turn it into a two-parter because um, absolutely that'd be lovely. We've still Charles, got three you beers right to go. You okay with that, mate? Absolutely fine with that. Yeah, great. Okay. Uh, so okay, so this will be the end of part one mm-hmm. uh, right here. Uh, uh, bang on the one hour. So when you're editing Perfect. this, Chris, you know it's bang on the one hour. No worries, uh, that's great. And so uh, we will return in a moment. Oh, it's a drunken soiree in the within. <laughs> Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. 